Let me invite you now to grab a Bible and turn to John chapter 6. Now, um, I'm going to start reading in the middle of a paragraph in John chapter 6. That's not really a good way to read your Bible, but I'll, I'll try to explain why I did in a minute. So um, you follow as I read from a book that's inerrant. It's infallible. It's, um, it's the very mind of God is black words on a white page. So listen to some of those words. They read like this. So they said to him, then what sign do you do that we may see and believe you? What work do you perform? Our fathers ate the manna in the wilderness as it is written, he gave them bread from heaven to eat. Jesus then said to them, truly, truly, I say to you, it was not Moses who gave you the bread from heaven, but my father gives you the true bread from heaven for the bread of God is he who comes down from heaven and gives life to the world. They said to him, Sir, give us this bread always. Jesus said to them, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me shall not hunger, and whoever believes in me shall never thirst. The grass withers and the flower fades, but the word of our God, it endures forever bread 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 that's all they can talk about did you notice how often bread is mentioned in this passage six times six times in those those five verses they're talking about bread and, and by the way you know this conversation this dialogue this little debate that erupts here uh comes on the heels of jesus just having fed them fed the five thousand remember that and then he crosses the Sea of Galilee and they follow him. And they've still got bread on the mind. And so they want to talk about bread. And he's oh so willing to talk about bread. And the first, I mean, you can almost feel a little bit of the heat that is beginning to rise in this conversation that Jesus is having. You might notice that before this chapter is over, a bunch of people say, well, to heck with him. That's enough of that. And they, they, they um, turn and walk away. Well, the heat is beginning to rise, and one of the subjects that has brought a bit of controversy is this subject of bread. And they make reference to, you know, well, Moses gave us that bread. They're talking about the manna, of course. And Jesus objects and says, no, no, no. That wasn't Moses that gave you that bread. That was my father who gave you that bread. The, the true bread that you really want is bread that my father sends, that my father gives. You don't bake it. You don't gather it from the ground. It's bread that my father gives me or gives uh, and sends. And then you will notice, I hope, I, I tried to read it with emphasis, but in verse 33, he then says, for the bread of God is he. <laughs> The bread that God sends is a person. And then, of course, you come down to verse 35 and he says, that person is me. <laughs> Folks, there's the wow moment in this passage that Jesus is claiming to be the bread that God sent and gave. I mean, if there wasn't heat before that comment, there was certainly heat after it. Because what he's claiming here is to have a pre-existence. That is, I was with my father before I was born and he sent me. What? 
This is all enormous, enormous claims that Jesus is making about himself. And they get it, at least a portion of it. I would point out, kind of shifting gears a little bit, that the idea that he, it's a, it's, a, it's a delightful little piece of condescension on the part of Jesus, that he would allow himself to be known as bread. Bread is the most common element on the table. On the table. It's, a, it's a given. It's not, it's not a luxury, it's an essential. He didn't say, I am meat. I mean, they got meat uh, once a week, maybe once a month. But no, he identifies himself as bread, the, the, the staple of the soul. The bread that you really want, the true bread, is me. Now, gang, um, in this little section in John 6, there's a whole lot of words that are used. Uh, there's about six of them. Um, Receiving, coming, believing, eating, drinking, they all mean the same thing. And you see that come to light in verse 35. He says, I am the bread of life. That's enormous. And then he says, if you come to me, you will never die. Gang, um, this whole motif of bread the idea now is eating is a necessity. That is, you don't look at the bread and admire it. You eat it. You come to me. You embrace me. You believe in me. You trust me. You drink me. You, you, because I am the bread of life. Everything that the soul needs to, to avoid everlasting starvation is found in me. Gang, the safety of my soul is not based on a doctrine. It's based on a person. My comfort this morning is not that I am orthodox. My comfort this morning is that I have a person. A person who is represented on this table in terms of his body and blood that are separated. By the way, folks, when you take all the blood out of a body, it dies. What you have on this table is, rep is being what is being symbolized on this table is death. The bread that is to be received has died. He's died in this vicarious substitutionary death that is represented here folks the true food for a hungry sinner the true drink for a thirsty sinner is being represented on this table by two little common elements G gang um it is death that is on display on this table. The death of the one who claimed to be the bread sent from God. Everything that the soul needs is on display. You know, in, in all honesty, folks, this sacrament is a piece of divine genius. All that's being said here by two little common elements, blood and body, bread and wine 
because, folks, this bread that God sent, the true bread that they say they want, is a, is a bread that dies. <laughs> and it's a bread that's got to be eaten. You see, guys, um, there is a great deal of confusion on the part of the audience that he's having this conversation with. And I hope the same confusion doesn't exist here. Folks, everything that the staple of the soul is the bread of heaven, who is a person, who is Jesus Christ, who dies. (laughs) And that's the gospel, guys. Let me see if I can just summarize real quickly, maybe in a sentence or two, what's on this table. What's on this table is Christ, who is to be had for nothing, but simply by coming. That's what he says in verse 35. I'm the bread of life, and any man who comes to me will never die. Gang, all of that is being said in this simple sacrament. A sacrament where two elements that you know a whole lot about are there to symbolize something that is the staple of your soul. My friend, if you remain outside of Christ, if you remain without Christ, it will not be because he has rejected you. Because Jesus Christ has never rejected anyone yet who has ever come to him. It will be because you refuse to come because somewhere you do not believe the claims that he has made that I just read you these claims to be the staple of your soul the claim to be the the very thing that will keep you from everlasting starvation somewhere you have not yet fully believed that but if you do believe that he is then come. Come meet him all over again as we celebrate his life and death as our substitute. We'll meet again at this table. Let's pray together. Our Father, would you uh, remind us through these statements that Jesus has made, perhaps statements that that uh, might confuse us, and yet profound statements they are. Statements about who he is and a sacrament about what he's done. We, um, we are people who've had our eyes open to see that the one being symbolized on this table, the one whose death is being symbolized on this table, is the one that we need to prevent us from experiencing an eternal starvation. Would you remind us that everything that the soul needs is right here in front of us this morning, being symbolized in a sacrament, but being reminded in words that he spoke that the thing that we need is the thing that the Father gave and the Father sent And it is Christ and all who come to him.
will never die. Meet us, O God, and remind us of the provisions that you've made for us. And we ask it, of course, in Jesus' name. Amen.